Hey, Pastor Josh here. Thanks so much for watching our videos. If you'd like more information about Legacy City Church, you can go to LegacyCityChurch.com. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell below. God bless you. All right. Uh, we're going to talk just briefly about baptism, and then I'm going to jump into the water. I'm going to cannonball off the stage, okay? No, I won't do that. Uh, but we're going to hear some testimonies, and we're going to do some baptisms, and it's going to be a wonderful time. It was the great theologian Nacho Libre who said to his sidekick, I'm a little concerned right now about your salvation and stuff. How come you have not been baptized, right? Okay. To which his sidekick says, because I never got around to it, okay? Ricky can do a much better impersonation than I can, okay? Nor are you always judging me because I believe in science, right? Why have you not been baptized? It's a good question, especially those who have repented and put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the next step. It is what automatically happens. Like you literally see this happen in the New Testament. As soon as people put their faith in the Lord Jesus as Lord and Savior and become a Christian, the next outward showing or the declaration that I am a Christian is they step into a pool of water somewhere and they get baptized. What is baptism? Baptism, baptisma, is the word. It is immersion or submersion. It's to put under water. It's a rite of immersion in water as commanded by Christ, by which one, one after confessing his sins, professing his faith in Christ, having been born again by the Holy Spirit unto a new life, identifies publicly with the fellowship of Christ and the church. It is the way that we announce that we're Christians. That's it. You made a decision to be a Christian. The way that you announce it is to get in the water and be baptized. And why, why is it an announcement? Because what we're doing is we are announcing that we have been buried with the Lord Jesus and his death, burial, and resurrection. It is a symbol of the cross and his resurrection. And that's what's happening. The root word, bapto, was a term used in the first century for immersing a garment first into bleach, then into dye, both cleansing, then changing the color of the cloth. Isn't that great? Cleansed, then changed. A new creation, old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. Literally a moment of burying the old self under the water and bringing forth a brand new person in Christ. The passage for today is Matthew 28, 19, and 20. Just before his ascension, Jesus said, Go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach them to observe everything that I have commanded you. Lo, I am with you always to the end of the age. If Jesus has commanded us to make disciples and baptize, then guess what we should do? We should make disciples and then baptize them. These are the steps. Notice Jesus tells us to baptize disciples in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Why? This is a declaration of the triune God that we serve. We have been brought close to him through the cross, and now we are declaring that we will walk with our God in covenant relationship with him forever. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's who he is. We're declaring we are connected to him. We should be, again, making disciples, 
but we should also be being discipled at all times. This is important. I hope that there is a form of discipleship coming into your life from some direction. We want to always be being discipled, be growing in our lives, and we want to be making disciples, always discipling someone else. When we are saved, we are baptized by the Spirit into the body of Christ, which is the church. This is also a symbol of being baptized into the church, of course, the church, Legacy City Church, but the church of Jesus Christ at large. Millions upon millions of people have been baptized since the day of the Lord Jesus. Think about over 2,000 years, how many people have been baptized into the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Is that amazing or what? 1 Corinthians 12, 13 says, we are all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body. Whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, we are all given the same spirit to drink. We are baptized into one body. Baptism by water is a reenactment of the baptism of the Spirit, which takes place at the moment of salvation. It is an outward showing of the inward working. You have been filled with the Holy Spirit. You have been baptized by the Spirit of God. And now this is the outward showing of that baptism. Christian baptism is the means by which a person makes a public profession of faith and discipleship. Altar calls aren't bad. Uh, Raising your hand to call on Christ is not bad. Standing up to receive Christ is not bad. Uh, And praying a prayer uh, to receive Christ, one of repentance, is not bad at all. These are good things. A lot of people get saved this way. But the true public profession of faith found in the New Testament is actually the the baptism. Literally, you call people to repentance. Who's going to repent and put their faith in Jesus? Then come and get baptized. Come and declare before the church. Come and declare before the people of God that you're turning away from sin and turning to Christ with all of your heart. You don't actually see us stand to your feet or raise your hand or an altar call in the New Testament. But what you do see is a call to baptism. John the Baptist was even doing this, remember? He was just yelling, repent from the baptism from the Jordan River. Repent! Repent! For the kingdom of heaven is near. Repent and get in this water and get baptized. Wouldn't that be funny if there was a guy on the street who's yelling, repent to everybody and had a little baptismal right there? Right? That's the only thing he's missing, right? He's got the, you're all going to hell sign. Throw that one down and get the baptismal, buddy. Romans 6 puts it this way. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that we can show more of his wonderful grace or keep on sinning that grace may abound? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we were joined in his death? And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. When we are baptized, we are baptized into his death. Jesus died for our sins, and we are dying to our sins. And we are being raised, Jesus was raised to life in resurrection. We are being raised to a new life. All of these things parallel exactly as Christ has done. And so, really, when you get in the water to be baptized, you're putting under the old self, and you can bring forth the new self in Jesus' name. 
Who is the old self? The old person that wants to run from God, the person that doesn't want to be close to God, the person that just wants to go on sinning, that grace may abound. But we put to death that person in baptism, identifying with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Who should be baptized? <clears throat> Excuse me. All those who put their faith in Jesus are to be baptized before the church. It's commanded to us in Matthew 18. Disciples are to be baptized. So if someone is not a disciple of Christ, they shouldn't be baptized just because they think it's a good thing. But those who put their faith in Jesus as Lord and Savior. So we don't, we don't baptize babies at Legacy, but we do baby dedications. Because we don't know if a baby has put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The mother's like, yes, yes he has. You see, I prayed one time and said, raise your hand. And he went like this. And, and I believe, I know, I know. I, I, I want to do everything I can to bring this child close to the Lord as well. But we don't see it in the New Testament. What we do see is baby dedications. We see the Lord praying for children. And so we do that here at Legacy. Baptism is for those who are disciples of the Lord Jesus. Acts 2.38, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. When should I be baptized? As soon as possible after you confess Jesus as Lord and Savior over your life. If you repented of your sin and put your faith in Jesus, then what is keeping you from being baptized? Why not? The picture we see in the New Testament is people are baptized immediately. And I think even faster than we see oftentimes in the church today. Acts 2.41 says 3,000 people were baptized after believing on the first day the Christian church. 3,000 people. Literally, they, they, they just believe. Well, I guess there's 3,000 people putting their faith in Jesus. Baptize them all. Let's go. Verse 38 and 39 of Acts 2 make it clear that this is the way that it is, will always be done. That it is all people who accept Christ as their Savior will come to him in this way, through baptism. Where? Where is a proper baptism? Is, is, there some, is that holy water there? Is there something special? Did you? Yes, I poured uh, fresh oil from Jerusalem in there. No, I didn't. It's a joke. It, it's, it's, it's water. Um, it's just water, yes. And uh, what becomes holy about it is when God shows up. Uh, the water is not holy in and of itself. There's no such thing as holy water. Um, this is, don't let anybody sell you that stuff, okay? It's snake oil, all right? Get away from there. Uh, <laughs> um, the water, it doesn't matter what, where the water is or where it's from. What's important is who it is done to. We were being baptized into the Lord Jesus. And uh, we've seen baptism in the Jordan River. We've done it in the, at the beach. We've done it in, the, in pools. Uh, I know people have been baptized in their bathtub. And, um, and we have a service around this baptism today. And we do this because baptism is supposed to take place before the church. It's a bummer when everybody's not able to see the baptism in the church and cheer them on pray for them and praise God for their testimony. And so this is a family affair and that's why we've chosen to do this here at Legacy. I love it. These are my favorite services of all year. This is it right here. And if you've never seen one before, you're about to figure out just why. The whole point of baptisms is not to show God that you are saved, but it's to declare to people, the church, that you are saved. This is your profession of faith. Here are a few things that baptism does. Baptism declares we are obedient to God, 
Obeying Christ's commands, being baptized. Baptism declares to everyone that you have repented of your sin, put your faith in Jesus. Baptism tells the church you are a believer and you are choosing to follow the Lord all the days of your life. Baptism, again, is identifying with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And then baptism tells the world, the old me, the old person, the old life, that old person is dead and buried in the ground. And a new person has come forth, a resurrected person who wants to walk with God and love the Lord Jesus. You are a new creation. All things have passed away. Everything has become new. Okay? I'm going to pray and then I'm going to get in the water. And we will hear each person give their testimony before they are baptized. Uh, then they will get in the water and I will pray for them. And then I will baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit before our church. Uh, church, what is your response? Listen to their testimony and change life. Uh, let's cheer for them. Let's pray with them as they're being prayed for them. And let's cheer them on as they come out of the water as well. And let's congratulate them on their baptism decision today. Okay? All right, let's pray. And we're gonna, I'm going to dive right in. Okay? Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for the work that you've done You've changed more lives. You've worked in more people here in L.A., and we thank you for that. We pray now, God, please, would you show up in this place? Would you minister to your people? Would you minister to us sitting in the pews? Would you minister to us as we pray for them? Would you minister to us as we hear testimony? Oh, God, would you show up in this place, and would you work in a special way? We pray you'd bless each one being baptized today. Fill them with your spirit, Lord. We pray that they would become a new creation. All things would be passed away, and everything would become new for them. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship. Good morning, Legacy family. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Chrissy. I knew Legacy was my home church from the first visit on Mother's Day of 2021. December 1st, 2020, during one of the darkest times of my life. That was the day that Jesus Christ saved me. My best friend Paige was saved approximately three months before me. She spoke about Jesus with such powerful conviction, and I wanted what she had. At the time of my salvation, I was still with my husband of 17 years, and the last five and a half of them. Thank you, Pastor Josh and Legacy family. 
his word lovingly corrects me and my heart and my flesh tries to take over. His love has allowed me to love on others and to be a better daughter, a better sister, a better friend, and hopefully, God willing, a better wife and mother one day. Learning more about Jesus' character through answered prayers, the word, experiences, I see his faithfulness and I so appreciate it. I used to feel I had to be perfect, but as I've grown in my walk, I've discovered that that's not the point and that I will continue to fall short. As I've experienced his kindness, it's drawn me to repentance. And one of the most fulfilling parts of my growth and my walk is when I realized that God's commandments were to protect me, but not to restrict me. He's such a good father in that way. His goodness is truly the fullness of joy, and the more I fix my eyes on him and the truth, the more peaceful life becomes. I'm super excited to share this experience here with you all, and very grateful to Legacy City Church and Pastor Josh and everyone serving here. So, yeah. <laughs> years old I always knew growing up that I loved Jesus and he loved me it wasn't until I turned 29 that I realized I was struggling with fear anxiety depression self-worth um, drugs and alcohol 
I turned to God and started to study about Jesus and the Bible. The Bible said to be sober-minded, so I checked myself into a detox. The more I learned, the more my fear and addiction and anxiety went away. Um, there was just no turning back, and today my trust, faith, hope, and love have and continue to grow, and I'm so thankful that I get to be alive now and not just living. I love you, Abba, and thank you guys for this opportunity. It's amazing. Christ, Son of God, and that He died on the cross for me and you so that we could have a, have a relationship with Him. And I fear God, and I'm done living in sin. this church for about two years now and I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God and I believe that he died for us and I accept him as my Lord and Savior and I wish I could be just like Jesus and my Lord and Savior thank you that'd be all I have to say today and I've been coming here for two years. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I accept him as my Lord and Savior.
Nevea. I've been coming to this church for over two years. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I accept Him as my Lord and Savior. Probably for the past three months. Um, I found God and God found me the, for the first time where he really revealed himself to me and it was back in 2020. Um, I grew up you know in, in a religious family and never really understood you know intellectually I understood and coming up here I had written this note and it was so clear and concise but I'm compelled to tell my story um, I grew up with a lot of abuse at home and even though there was religion there there wasn't always God you know? it wasn't easy to see <laughs> And in 2020, when a lot of us were so broken, God came to me through my brother. And um, although I was not just mentally worn down and physically, I was healed and I felt loved. And, and I knew in that moment that there was nothing. It couldn't be anything else but the Lord and our God and I came here to find a home for my children to feel that same love and I just continue to pray that I can show them God and I could be like him and be good to my children and break the cycle of violence <laughs> but I'm not perfect <laughs> but I am the Lord's His wounds have paid my ransom But this I know with all my heart His wounds have paid my ransom Isn't this a wonderful time today, huh? Can we give the Lord praise for what He's done? You know, these are my favorite services because they remind me that God is still working today. He's still working. Isn't it amazing how stories and um, inflection and tone, you know, can, can translate uh, so deeply into our own lives? It's the Holy Spirit translating, you know, ministering to us and reminding us that He's still alive and He's still working powerfully. And so, 
You know, I want to encourage you, if you've been encouraged that you need to be baptized, let's talk about it in the near future. We'll do another one. But I also want to encourage you to be taking steps of faith, to be praying for people that you know that need to come close to the Lord, to be reaching out to those that need to come close to the Lord. Listen to these stories. It's amazing that God is still working, and there are many, there, there are thousands of people here in LA who need the Lord, who need to come close to Him, who need to be revived on the inside. And so um, God is using you. He's using me in this city. That's why we're here for this time. And so let's not waste that time. Amen. Let's use it to minister. Let's use it to love. Let's use, use it to, to serve people and to bring Him maximum glory. Okay. I want to pray for us and then we'll uh, worship and we'll be on our way. Okay. Lord, thank you for our church. Thank you for the work that you're doing in this place. And thank you for all who have been baptized today. And we pray now by the power of your Holy Spirit that you would, your hand would come down and bless each one of them and show them favor all the days of their life. From young to old, Lord, would you go with them. And Lord, I now pray for the church. I pray for us that we would be filled new and afresh, that we would bury the old things under and that we would come forth in newness of life and that you would use us, Lord, to minister and to bring many more close to you. Use us this week, Father. We give you our lives. We thank you for the work you're doing here. We thank you that you're still alive. We thank you that you're still working. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. God bless you. If you want to stay in worship in a final song, you can. If not, God bless you. We'll see you next week.